Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Aiden. I'm Luke. Kind of a strange open there. I stole Luke's thunder. Uh, kind of, you know, gave him the old shock and awe. Did subterfuge, and then I stole all the spotlight for the opening. And I'm going to lead us straight in, Luke. I'm going to tell us all about what happened last Thursday. Falcons and Panthers. Falcons lost this game. We both chose the Falcons. Panthers surprised us. Uh, Devontae Foreman, 31 carries for 130 yards. Marcus Mariota was trying to look like uh, Michael Vick slash Pat Mahomes, throwing it while he's flat on his back and shit. He looked absolutely out of place as a starting quarterback in that game, despite looking pretty good earlier in the season. What do you have to say about this rough loss for the Falcons? I mean, it was a it was a tough watch, to be honest with you. And, and I'm shocked at how the Panthers continually – uh, either stay in games or are winning games uh, after getting Despite rid of McCaffrey and like dumping receivers who are yelling at your coaches on the sideline and like all this crazy shit going on, dude. It's just wild. And so, and now like Baker's starting again this coming week because PJ Walker's mm-hmm. hurt. Like the, the Let's carousel talk about there. Baker headbutting all of the starting offensive linemen as they come off the field really kind of hard and they were all taken aback and shocked and they did not seem like they liked it and it was kind of uh, off-putting to me what did you think I mean he likes attention a lot and you get a lot of it when you're under center uh, every offensive snap and uh, when you're not you need to make sure the camera's on you somehow so you'll headbutt your offensive lineman without a helmet on because it's going to be on the internet I mean, what other reason yeah, is there to do it? It, it? There's no. I mean, uh, what other reason? I'm just asking. Guy. That's what I'm saying. But like, what's tough? tough but what's tough about it? Like, I like th- that That's doesn't look. The point. No. He doesn't. He doesn't know. He's like. He's like Josh Rosen saying that every other quarterback picked ahead of him. Um, he's gonna make the team regret. Because he heard like, Peyton Manning it's, it's say a, it or something, and so he's like, "Oh." Guy thing. He saw Mike Vrabel headbutt Joey Bosa at Ohio State on the sideline without any protection and bust his forehead open. And he's like, oh, that's a football guy. That's what I got to do. I got to get back in the football good graces. Uh, I, look, it, it screamed of desperation to me. I think Baker's cooked. I mean, if Matt Stafford's in uh, concussion protocol and it takes that long, like we should probably put Baker in concussion protocol since we all watched him headbutt people like – it it's all broken. I, like and look, I, I'm I want Baker to play. I want him to make his dough and 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 all that. I'm 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 okay on Baker. It's just that after everything with Tua and after everything we're watching and how close everybody's uh, supposedly scrutinizing this process, how do you watch that and not immediately put that dude in concussion protocol? I I got a concussion from hitting my head against like like just like a wall, like so. Mm. And that was like on Luke accident. Has I just a turned. notoriously thin skull like, though. His well, little baby I don't, brain bounced off. I don't it. know about that. I think I have a pretty fucking hard as a rock head. But the <laughs> the, the 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 thing is, it's about the like, only thing hard. Yes, I have a very flaccid dick. But the thing is, like, I just feel as though that should be an automatic. You need to fucking you know get screened. If You're you don't not have wrong. It cool. And like, it's, come it's on, in poor taste. that's Honestly, ridiculous. Look, like, it's ridiculous. I'm not trying to be boomer. I'm I not can't believe be how much we're like talking you've... about it because I forgot it even happened. So I sound I just like to bring I'm a it up fucking as an asshole. Aside. But like, look, I sound like, like it's I know all I been... care about, but I actually don't. I've been labeled like the boomer with my violence and football takes, but. I think it's personally a little bit in bad taste on Baker Mayfield's part to do it to like eight to nine dudes in a row over the course of multiple minutes. Maybe it was like one minute. I don't know. He did it all. But like 
after what we just mentioned, after all of the headshots that people are taking and all the narratives around it with Tua and all these other guys in concussion protocol, why are you going out here fucking headbutting people without protection a bunch of times in a row in excessive amount? It's not good at taste. Best, like at best, it was like an inside joke they had like in the locker room or something. And they're like, did you see their gonna... body language and their reaction? No, they every were all single like, one what of the them. Fuck are you I watched doing? it like three times. They were all no, take weird. like most of them jumped back and were like scared for him because of course they were wearing helmets. Yeah, let's Aiden, not spend take any me, more breath. Take me to your home away from home in Germany. Uh, der Vaterland or Vaterland. I don't fucking know. I don't speak enough German, okay? But I love the country with all my heart, and I would go back. Seahawks, uh, Buccaneers, huge turnout. A bunch of them singing, uh, oh, West Virginia, yeah. Mount Mama, take me beers, home. Dude. And let me tell you something, down. Luke. Those songs that all the fucking white people at the American bars love to sing when they're wasted, all the Germans know them, and all the Germans love singing them in English. I will tell you that from firsthand experience. That's um, really awesome. I don't know why that hits the spot. What's the other drinking song that's like always attributed to Caucasians that has like a really good chorus that's not Bon Jovi? What's that? What's don't that stop one? believing. That's attributed nope, to Caucasians. No, not that one. Fuck. I, I'll think Rhapsody. of it later. That's a true. No, to but it was one that has a specific chorus. Um, and I remember leaving a video game store in one of the German cities. And as we were pulling out, I think D was there and a couple other people, we were like blaring that. And we, I rolled the windows down and started like chanting it out the window. And a bunch of Germans started singing it back to us from the sidewalk. And I'm so like, Ugh, this is magical. So of all the, the, of game. all the places, of all the places the NFL has gone, like we've seen him play uh, in London uh, several times. We're going to Mexico uh, for Monday night football this coming week and stuff. But this energy was like, 20 times doper like i like these guys were rocking and fucking rolling dude like it, it, there, it looked so dude, fun there, there I was, was up at 6 30 with worker. a piping hot cup of coffee and let me tell you I, like on I, was my there. End. I was locked in i was like i'm i'm at this game the dude i'm also i saw people vaping i'm loving it i'm, I'm loving it nobody's gonna stop you that's like it's it's fucking football rules football club rules out there right it was like fucking steins and huge fucking plastic cups of beer and shit as someone who has gone to a foot like a like a german football match yes they get really rowdy soccer fans have their distinct chance they have specific seating so they can do like uniform like showing these little placards to make symbols and shit they got big mm-hmm. flags they'll wave in unison okay so to talk about the game a little bit and actually, before I do that, I wanted to say there was a guy I worked with in Einsiedlerhof named Eric who was a huge Seahawks fan, and I kept wondering if he went to this game. I'm like, he he loved Russell Wilson and the Legion of Boom. That was when he learned about American football. So he Good loved the Seahawks. Yes. And I'm like, I fucking wonder if he made it to this. So I kept hoping I would somehow see him. The Seahawks end up losing. The demand demand is through the roof, demand, too, because it's like yeah. it, it's not like it's not like you're going to see – fucking Broncos Jaguars like they had a couple you're going to see the greatest football player of all time in living in living flesh like in living color I wouldn't like quite go that far for Gino yet he just had a career resurgence it's, it's very funny kinda, that was very Tom Brady funny. is is a sight to see especially for a foreign population who's only heard of his legend you're right 
Yeah, no, that was good. Aiden, you're quick with the Joker. I'll light up your smoke, dude. My tummy hurts today, so it's going to come out a little dry, but it's still there. The wind is still it. there. Um, the Buccaneers come out on top at the end. Rashad White was running down the stretch. I'm going to be honest with you. There were moments in this game where Tom was looking like vintage Tom, kind of carrying over the momentum from the week prior, the last drive that won him that game. But he has not been overly impressive this year. Um, he's underthrowing. He's skipping balls off the ground. Aaron at at times. Um, I remember Godwin not getting a couple balls. Like it looked kind of sloppy. And I guess they did go overseas, so I some of it is excusable. But they've been a they've been kind of a tough watch at many points this year. They don't score very often, which is very surprising. You see, Bruce Arians said the same thing. Like he was like defending Byron Leftwich, like of criticism and being like, look like, and par- paraphrasing. But essentially being like, you know, Byron took a lot of heat and, and stuff like that at the beginning of the year. But the fact of the matter is like people won't he won't say Tom Brady's not playing well, but I'll say Tom Brady wasn't playing well and like stuff like that. And, and and Arian has been no stranger to calling out Brady publicly. So it's all good. And um, I think that it, it's safe to say that. But the division is uh, in a place where if Brady can keep this momentum up, He'll go to the playoffs. Like I, I, I see everybody's Despite asking himself. Everybody's asking like between him and Rogers, like which one of them can turn their season around and get to the playoffs. And we'll get to Rogers, of course. But I think Brady oh, has a much bigger chance. It's I not think, even. Uh, is it an argument? Look at the divisions. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm with you. I, I think that um people are impressed with the win that the Packers got over the Cowboys, but we're far away. Let's keep cruising, Luke. I'm going to lead into this by saying while the play-by-play announcers were, you know, leaning into hyperbole a bit and saying that this game was potentially the best they've ever seen, um, at least the best this season, my girlfriend who doesn't really like watching football very much was keen to point out they always say that. They say that every time there's a football game. They always say this is the – I've never seen this before or this is the best thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, you know what? That is quite common. I guess football commentators and fans do quite often say, look, I've never seen this before. This is unprecedented. But all of that to say, what I saw from the Vikings playing the Bills was one of the most unprecedented things and two of the coolest catches you'll ever see. Luke, this was your win. You describe it in rich, lush detail. Um. Well, first thing I'll do is I'll just straight up, like, I'm going to just – take Paul Allen's like last two minutes of uh, like calling the last two minutes of, of that game or the last, like the end of the fourth quarter into overtime and stuff. And I'm going to put it over here and uh, we don't make any money off it. I don't think I have to pay for it. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I, everybody should be hearing it. Paul Allen is the absolute goat. He's, he's the voice of the Vikings and has had so many legendary calls and I look forward to it. My mom listens to Paul. Allen I'm a bears fan. He's really good. Won. He's Thank really you for saying good. That. Pat, yeah, I appreciate you saying that. I think the that. Bears the Bears one is good, but this guy's better. My mom goes out of her way to listen on Sirius XM to Paul Allen with the game on TV turned down. Like the, like it, it's it's a thing. Like and he's incredible, so we'll 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 put that in here right now. 27-23 Buffalo. Fourth and 18 for the Vikings from their own 27. The Bill safeties are 25 yards from the line of scrimmage. Kirk back to pass. He's going to heave one to J.J. to the right. Jefferson leaps to catch it. And he caught it at no the way. Bills 40. No what a grab. Are you kidding me? 
10 Vikings from the 17. Here's Cousins with a pass over the middle. Caught by Jefferson at the three, and he paid for it. Fourth and goal from inside the one, trailing by four with 50 seconds to go. Cousins under center. Kirk sneaks, pushed by C.J. Ham, and no signal, no signal. Oh, he didn't make it. They said he didn't make it. They said he didn't make it. You lucky suckers. First down from the goal strike for the Bills. Josh Allen puts Gabe Davis in motion, and Davis is behind Allen, and he tried to push him. He didn't get out of there. He didn't get out. He did not get out. That's a safety. Give it to us. Give us the safety. Look at what's taking so long. Oh, the ball came out. Down. Yes, the are Vikings. Are you kidding me? The Vikings are going to win. Are you kidding me? Yes, drop that ball, Josh Allen. The ball came loose. Holy cow. 29-yard try, left hash for Tyler Bass. Snap spot. Bass. Game tied. Two seconds to go. 30-30. 5.58 to go in overtime. Third and 10 from the Bills, 26. Vikings with one timeout. Left empty backfield. Cousins shotgun. Bills rush four this time. Kirk straight in the pocket. Throws to the right. Caught! Jefferson! You- at the two-yard line! Snap spot. Joseph! Yes! Vikes lead 33-30. Allen back to pass in the pocket to the end zone. Yes! And he's stepped by Patrick Peterson. And he slides down. And the Minnesota Vikings are 8-1. And And, uh, you heard it there. I mean, like, the twists and turns were endless. And everything that dude was describing. Yeah, like. That's electric. That's electric call. The voice of my brain and heart and like my my like breath on like baited is all there uh as narrated by paul allen uh i i dude i thought i was gonna fucking have a fucking heart attack like i'm not even no exaggeration like i couldn't believe like the breathing and stuff that was going on like what was happening i was like you know what like i was i was settling i was settling with a loss like i was coming to terms with it i was like you know what we almost came back from 17 i mean the vikings entered Entered the fourth at quarter. At points, you had points. no business in that game. At points, like at the beginning, at, they were whooping on you. Down seventeen, Kirk has two interceptions. Um, things, you know, things just aren't going well. And I was like, I was coming to terms that we 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 almost came back. We were we were doing okay in the fourth quarter. Things were clicking. Uh, even when even when nervous, Kirk would just fire one up to JJ, and that has been electric. I mean, so electric that you know D won't think so, but it's one of the best catches uh, I've ever seen. Uh, uh, quite yeah quite right it, it was like i mean they put this they already oh. have the sleeve and the gloves in the to, in the hall of fame on display like um some some like, like stefan diggs goes up to have like a game ceiling one-handed catch quote-unquote game ceiling uh and like jj answers with one immediately which is also quote-unquote game ceiling all these things should have sealed the game like josh allen backed into his own end zone and like Fumbling before we get to that, before Kend- we get to that, let's say okay. So I want JJ to get his due because he did not just make this incredible catch, which was Odell, but taking it out of the two hands of a defensive back at the same time. He also caught like three other passes on that drive, which he completely got you guys into the like very end of the red zone single handedly with him and Kirk. I'll, and I'll then- never. Dalvin Cook misses a wide open touchdown off the right where it bounces off of him. That has to be said. 
Dalvin misses a, a wide open. I mean, dude, there's so many things. Like, so like Kirk tries to sneak. Tr- Kirk tries to sneak in. It, they call a touchdown. He doesn't get in. Uh, Dalvin has has a flat route I to the edge of the end the zone. Way. Thank you. It didn't be, like you know Dalvin had a route out to the edge that he he dropped, but it was also there was like a penalty on that play or something weird, right? Like, and then yeah, but I think he I think it was on. No, I don't remember. All I remember was he dropped it, and then I te- I like, texted T. I'm like, I'm not gonna forget that. <laughs> and uh, every time, every time it seemed like the game was over, it just kept like coming back to life. Like defense, uh, unprecedented touch, like defensive touchdowns and in, in clutch in clutch moments, unprecedented final two minutes of a fourth quarter, uh, and Luke, like even into overtime. At- as a gap shooting defensive tackle in high school, who always likely dreamt of just snatching a, a errant snap and getting the fumble recovery for a touchdown, what was it like seeing the play, which honestly was more improbable, almost than Jefferson's catch, was when Josh Allen in the center mu- muffed the exchange, and then your right. defensive lineman recovers it for a touchdown. They're sitting there being well. No, it was Kendricks. It was it was. Yeah. Kendricks oh, sorry. Came, yeah, Kendricks. I love Kendricks I, came I, through the middle and like I was so eyes up. That he like he was going to be good. By the way, he's phenomenal. Like Kendricks comes through and like eyes wide open and just drops. It's incredible. Like it, it, like I'm sitting there like screaming. I'm like, oh my god, we stopped him in their end zone. And then people start putting their hands up. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way we got. Yeah, this you ball. think like, safety? You like they're not the clapping. Up, their the their arms are apart, downs. my friend. That's what I'm saying. Like the ups and downs, the highs and lows. Like, and then you keep thinking it's over. Like, and and look, nobody's come back. Nobody's come back uh, in in the end of games more than the Vikings and Kirk Cousins. Um, and and the the helpful perk is when your defense is continuing to fight and close out games against a team that people touted and can will probably continue to tout as a Super Bowl contender. Like. We didn't play Case Keenum. We got Josh Allen, and guess what? We Patrick Peterson stole two interceptions from him. One you was game a, sealing. You in got overtime. a chunk of him. You didn't and, get the whole and, Josh Allen. And yeah, g- give me a fucking break. And, ah! and and then we also, you know, like this this guy turned like turned over the ball in his own end zone and and let us back in the game. It's just crazy. Like the mis- there were mistakes made by Kirk, and our team lifted him up. And our defense helped take care of him, and uh, we played as a as a as a whole, and we we with miraculous luck and measures win that football game. But the luck luck doesn't even the luck doesn't even come into play if you're not going full fucking tilt and balls to the wall and are just of absurd talent and awareness. Like that Kendricks plays nuts, and 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 Patrick Peterson coming out the the wily vet with two picks in that game to step up when. We're already down a corner in this season. Then Cam Dantzler's not playing this game. So we're playing with two rookies out there and stuff like that. Like, it, it's it's when there's an ebb, the flow picks up the other end. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, and the the team is is just so in love with each other. And like You got rid of that asshole energy. fucking dinosaur head coach with a hot it, young guy with energy, and now all of your very talented players are clicking. And instead of losing close games and then further entrenching a sour um, locker room presence, you guys are winning close games. And everyone, yeah. when you win, it's a great equalizer, and it brings people together. And now everybody with bad blood is fucking vibing and putting chains on necks and then making other teams mimic you guys, a la Stor- the Washington Commanders. 
storylines run rampant in that game too. Like there's so many reasons for the Vikings to not be credited and not go into that game uh, as like, as favorites. There's so many reasons for like people to point out, like also the duel, the duel between Diggs and Jefferson was incredible to watch considering like the trade of Jefferson, the pick back from them becomes uh, Diggs is pick back to us becomes Justin Jefferson to see them finally like go or, you know, go at it was incredible. They're both they two both of the best well. in the league. Jefferson and Tyreek are both over a thousand yards. Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. and Justin Jefferson are over a thousand yards on pace for two grand. Like yeah, it, it's... I'm gonna be honest with you though, bud, the Tyreek Hill one's more impressive because he's doing it with Jalen Waddle too. We what I don't understand. You, he's are got you saying that like nobody workload. else is catching the you don't you don't think Justin Jefferson's sharing the workload? He was barely targeted until the bye. Like dude, look at his I'm targets. I'm saying from... the fact that Tyreek Hill is above a thousand with Jalen Waddle at like high nine hundreds makes it a little bit more impressive that Tyreek Hill has you. that much. I got you. Where the disparity between got Jefferson's you. targets and yes. production for the wide receiver, but that's not it's to like take when, away. It's like it's when Diggs and Thielen. Freak. It's like when yeah. Diggs and Thielen were both like, you know what I mean? Like those good old yeah, days. Yeah, I'm just saying the um, the target share is probably much different. Um, I do. I'm impressed want with everything. S- I'm impressed with Dalvin busting an 82 yard rush like for to the house. Yeah, like, like, without that, I'm you guys don't with, even have a chance for the ending. I'm in, I'm impressed with him blocking like incredibly the whole game. Like he's playing against his brother. Another storyline. He's got his family in the fucking end zone. Like the oh, it was just like. Every emotion, like, it's like the season, the season, despite how it goes from here, like, it'll be so tough to match the way I felt. Like, I was talking to my cousin Ron about it, who's a huge Vikings fan, and we were like, same thing I was saying to T. It's like, what other feeling have we ever had similar to that? And it's like, when Favre hit Greg Lewis in 09, that was like week four against the Niners. It shouldn't have happened. It's improbable. It's a miracle. Uh, the Minneapolis awesome. miracle of Case Keenum to Stefan Diggs couple of bills awesome. now. Like, that. that's the same exact Miss feeling. field goal, miss but, field goal, miss field goal, miss field goal. But, put him in any of the big games though <laughs> i mean fair is fair but like and then in, in any of those it's like how many of them have this many twists and turns and us still come out on top like if that's not a sign and a testament to who this team is versus last year like we're the, like the anti-raiders like the raiders like we're like six and two seven and two in games like that last year we were not now they're like oh and whatever one and whatever like Look, it's just incredible. I'm, I'm vibing, dude. I'm vibing, and I'm guys, trying not to count my chickens. I really am. I'm barely. I'm trying not to look ahead. It's really hard. You, it's you hard guys not to. Are eight and one, and your only loss is to the other eight and one team. That's pretty goddamn impressive. Thanks, man. I, I'm my pretty turn. happy. Bears, Lions, not as fun, not as good. So while that was happening, while one of the coolest games I'd ever seen was happening. I actually didn't get to have as exciting of a viewing because I was watching the Bears versus the Lions on my phone because of weird, like, availability issues with my local provider or some shit. So I couldn't watch it on my fucking TV. I couldn't watch it on my Hulu. For some reason, my phone was getting it and my fucking TV wasn't. So, like, what is it thinking that my, like, location's different for them? I don't know. So I was watching the Bears. We end up losing. So So I shot a bullet hole through my TV, Elvis Presley style. We start. We we lose thirty-one to thirty to the Jared Goff-led Lions. Why did that happen, Luke? Let me tell you why. 
It's because every single drive we had a penalty, which stymied us, even though Justin Field was playing out of his fucking mind again, off his gourd, off the melon ranch. He was out there running for like another buck 50, setting historic, unprecedented records for rushing quarterbacks. He's got like 550 rushing yards through five games. He's outrushing a lot of running backs. It's crazy. I've never seen a cute like I I've seen what Lamar could do, and I thought no QB would ever do that. No QB will ever do that. And Justin's not. Justin does not have the dancing and the finesse and those kind of moves. But what Justin does have is insanely great evasion in the pocket right now, which can translate to incredibly deep runs if he can get past the first level because he's Justin's so got goddamn like, fast. He's got like um, he's like the first one to, to transition the, that Buckeye quarterback style of play into the NFL and make it work. Because like I will watch, I watch Pryor and Braxton Miller and all those people be able to just like gallop down a field like like a fucking lightning bolt, like you know what I mean? If they if they so chose, and that doesn't transition to the NFL. Justin Fields is like the first one I've seen like prove that like it can work. Like and that's I, and funny I don't think that it, you say that. So let me let me so? break this down as a Buckeye fan. So two market, and this is where things get interesting and exciting. Projecting forward, two markedly different offensive playing styles between. Uh, Urban Meyer, well, actually three. So Jim Trestle with with Trail Pryor, and then Urban Meyer with Braxton, and then Ryan Day with a little bit of Dwayne Haskins and Justin Fields and now uh, C.J. Stroud. So the offense we are currently running is more of an air raid where quarterbacks sit in the pocket with great protection and wait until one of our elite weapons develops a deep route, a crossing route, a rub route, and gets open, and then we wait, see, hit. Really good accuracy. Um, trestle ball was a lot of running the running back. And then when you needed to letting, uh, letting Terrell Pryor just fucking cook him with his legs. Cause he was also a freaky athlete. He didn't throw it nearly as much as Justin or Dwayne Haskins. Braxton Miller was like the most agile and cat like QB I've re- really ever seen. And I'll always love Braxton Miller till the day I die. I maybe like him more than Justin Fields. If I'm being completely honest, which is wild, but like as a Buckeye, I mean, I might like Braxton uh, Miller more, um, different kind of offense. That was a read option. That was a read option offense. And that was an offense where urban Meyer wants the QB running it a lot because it imposes uh, an extra guy you have to account for, for the defense. So why do I break this down? Because the way that you say that leads me to say this, the quarterbacks from the prior regimes going into the NFL, those of Trestle, those of urban Meyer failed miserably and their, their skills weren't translatable. When Ryan Day's first real QB came out, which was uh, Haskins, I started to worry because when you go into the NFL, you don't get to just sit in the pocket and wait until a guy gets open. You have to be anticipatory. Um, Rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins. When he was on the field, he wasn't showing that he could adapt to the NFL in that way. Then Justin Fields started showing those same flaws. He's sitting there. He's waiting. He's taking sacks and fumbling. That happened all the time. Then all of a sudden, they start running designed runs, and he unleashes a skill that we honestly haven't ever seen. And that's because at Ohio State, he was not known as the greatest quarterback rushing threat we maybe have ever seen. No one ever talked about that. They called him an athlete with a great arm because what did he do? He threw it all the time. So what we have seen is a Heisman candidate 
and a first-round quarterback who didn't actually run very often in college and didn't even really have designed run plays called. That was not the offense that he ran. So we're seeing Justin do something that he was not even getting famous doing. We already know he can throw. We're just waiting on the talent around him to catch up to it. So now that we're seeing what he's doing on the ground, that just tells me that latent talent was sitting there at Ohio State where he could have been this incredible rushing threat, which he didn't even have to tap into because he was succeeding with his arm so much. So once he starts clicking with his arm, what the fuck is going to happen? Because we've seen what he's doing with his legs. He's keeping arguably the least talented team in the NFL in every game, almost winning most of them. And he's doing it at a historic clip. It's cra- it's crazy what we see. And I went in a How long-winded you- explanation to say he's not of the same ilk of the former QBs at Ohio State. Completely different in my opinion. I mean, you know better than me. I, I I'm just I'm and and maybe maybe that's a dumb take on my part. No, I've heard a lot I, of people say sit, it. That's just why I wanted to say my my point of it, view. That's just off the dome because when I close my eyes and think of an Ohio State quarterback, that and that's what I see. I think of Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor before he switched to receiver had like an 80 plus yard touchdown up the gut like when he was playing yeah. with the Raiders. Like these guys even in it, like they could do it here and there, but it wasn't three games in a row. It wasn't two games going 150 well, plus. But like my point is Tell me one moment you remember Justin Fields doing anything like what Braxton no, Miller or Trevor did in college. No, I don't. I don't. I remember just he the didn't. throws in college. No, I remember like led, I remember thinking, "Wow, his throws are crazy!" Like in those bowl games, the one you lost, the, his throws were like the craziest throws I've uh, ever fucking seen. Like, yes, um, that was like I was like, "Oh fuck, we should draft this." Guy. How exciting but is that if you think about it that way, Luke? He didn't even have to in- fucking use his legs in college. That's not what got him in- famous. That's not what got it's him. It's incredible. Drafted. He did have a pick six, and if in this he game, did, and I don't know how you cough up this oh, loss because yeah, didn't yeah. you have a large lead? Let me, yeah, I just wanted to get that point out. Um, but let me get to the game. So Justin's cooking, especially on the ground. He ends up with two rushing touchdowns, two throwing touchdowns, like a buck fifty on the ground. Two touchdowns to Cole Komet, who has five touchdowns in the past three games, which is like. Coming up alive. there with Travis Kelsey right now. It's kind of crazy. I don't think I mean, he's that type I, of talent. It's just t- production-wise, he's hitting right now. Notre Dame tight ends can catch the fucking rock, dude. I just think they have to be used. And like, I, I, I think he's so. had some drop issues in his uh, young career. He's very, very uh, young. He came into nine, the league as a young twenty-one-year-old. No, no. Um, here's my problem: the defense doesn't just look like it took a step back um it looks like they gave up once we traded robert quinn and uh roquan smith it looks like they straight up got demoralized and gave up and thought you don't care about us and then just stopped playing like there was no pass rush whatsoever what is the bane of jared goff's existence literally a smidge of pressure any pressure (laughs) and that guy's crumbling and he sucks he was all over the place from bugs life right yes there were you say that on the the show at one point I think I might have. Or about there's Brady a lot, or him or something like that? There's a lot of uh, questionable refereeing calls that are occurring at the expense of the Bears lately that may be influencing these games. Um, Kyler Gordon punching a ball out on the sideline, which is somehow a, a roughing the passer. But shouldn't have done it anyway. And, like, we committed so many penalties on offense that were slowing down our drives. We could have easily put up. Uh, put a nail in their coffin early justin throws a pick six which was a broken play um i'm not so sure how much of it was his fault because it was a tight end screen and i'm wondering if he expected cole Komet to leak out 
and that's why he threw it like that. I can't tell, but it was a very bad play, and obviously it was a game-changing play. Kind of cool that he threw it to Jeff Okuda, and they were both number one at Ohio State. That's kind of cool, but at the same time, that's what lost it. And then when Cairo Santos misses an extra point, we lose by one point. So th- that's what it comes down to at the end of the game. Cole Komet smashes his knee into a guy incidentally when they're running across the field from each other. There's a drop. Uh, Justin gets absolutely bullied. Um, Some things that stood out to me, Aiden Hutchinson looked like a real threat in that game. He looked incredibly athletic. Some of the plays he made were fucking insane. He's been looking good. He's been looking good. good. His production's not elite for like a a high draft pick, a pass rusher like some of the ones in the last few classes but he's putting on some good tape let me just say he's he's a threat he's going to be an issue in our division um okuda is starting to step up i've always thought he was elite he struggled with injuries in the prior regime i think this team is bumping around dan campbell i'm actually quite excited to see a lions team performing well because it makes a competitive and fun division um i could not be more disgusted in the way the bears played in this game other than like five dudes and i'm gonna say fields I'm going to say Komet. I'm going to say our running backs to an extent. Um, Claypool didn't even get featured whatsoever. He got like one design play and then never got another target. But here's the real the real uh, gem of the game, Luke. Jack Sanborn, middle linebacker, stepping in for Roquan Smith. Undrafted, free agent from Lake Zurich, Illinois, up by Chicago. Mm-hmm. Played at Wisconsin, mm-hmm. I believe was a captain. One of those just beefy... Uh, Midwestern Big Ten linebackers that are going to stuff the run. Not necessarily athletically gifted, but just smart, instinctive, and great football players. And he went out there, Luke, had 12 tackles, two sacks, and a pick that was wiped away from a bullshit penalty. My goodness. He went the fuck off. And the penalty was on Jalen Johnson, who jammed the guy straight in the chest, and the guy went, ah, and crumpled onto the ground, and then they go, hands to the face. And everyone's like, but but he didn't even touch his face. Like, he touched him square in the chest, and he fell like a little child. Two fouls. And they're like, no, he committed a foul there. So, Bears got to do better. You have to beat the Lions. Even though we are tanking and we are competitive in these games that we are losing and our draft position is looking tasty, I want to beat the Lions. I want to beat my divisional rivals every time I play them. Let's burn yeah. through some of these other games. I was going to say, we're taking an hour on, like, fucking three games. Well, half an hour. Why don't you just, like, you know, really rain I'm it in a hyperbolic. It was four games, actually, but... Yeah, if you don't know what hyperbole is, it's just exaggerating. Have we said hyperbole a lot? Hyperbole. Yes, we've said it hyperbolic and hyperbole. We've said it like four or five times this episode. And oh, he's wow. just going to sit there with a furrowed brow just having no fucking clue. I'm That's kidding. So I, that was mean. I'm kidding. Broncos, Titans. Titans come out on top 17 to 10. Uh, Russell Wilson, Derrick Henry, 19 rushes, 53 yards. Nick Westbrook, Akine, five catches, 119, two touchdowns. I think Dude, that Broncos was Tannehill the, back. Yes. Broncos wore the dog shit uniforms again. They wore the serves you right. awful non-matching uniforms. That's, Ugh. Uh, you deserve Russ the Russ got sacked six times, dude, in this game, uh, which doesn't bode well. Maybe if, you were letting, maybe if you were letting somebody call in the plays with a wristband. Ugh. You know, Look at what like, Gino's doing. Also, Jerry Judy got carted off. Oh, my God. Really? 
Yeah, I think it was like a lower leg injury. This. It wasn't like a head injury, like strapped up or anything. He had to just sure, sure. he had to ride the card out. Okay, Browns lose in just like embarrassing fashion. Thirty nine to seventeen, Dolphins win. Uh, I picked the Browns. That was bad. Luke came out on top. One pick in aggregate. We both did very poorly last week. I had six right. He had Tough seven. Week. So now he's up for, I really have to start making progress. Um, When it comes to the pick bets for the jerseys, Luke is kind of inevitable. He'll get you in the end. I I Um, like picking football games. Since he's respectful and religious, he gets all of the the praise and all of the like divine intervention. And he's just a privileged little spoiled little fuck. I'm a Notre Dame fan. I gotta buy him another jersey, probably. Okay, if I don't fucking get my shit together. I haven't even seen the first one, bro. That is not my fault, though. (laughs) We fucking talked about that. All right. Uh, Yeah, I expected the Browns to to lose this one. The Dolphins are clicking. Two is very fucking Mm. good. Um, He is just just feathered and lethal with his passes. Just very good. It's got to be the hair, Luke. It's looking. It's all coming together. I'm. I'm really happy to see it. This has always been a pro to a podcast. Um, uh, I don't I, know. I've made fun I, of him. I've always been pro Tua on this. Podcast. I said he had. I said he had Tupperware hips. You, you, you did. You said it was like the bust must or whatever. Or no, it was like the no. It's the it it's like the, the Tupperware from Napoleon Dynamite that he backs over to demonstrate and it. then explodes and he goes dang it and just drives his little RV away, <laughs> which um, is objectively take- very funny. We got Giants, Giants come out on top 24 to yeah. 16 on the Texans. Not much to say about this one. Cause I didn't watch too much of it. Uh, the Giants are now seven and two. Saquon got 35 carries, which is an awful lot for somebody who's coming off of multiple injuries. Um, Davis Mills is not playing super well. And at points people were saying, including me, that he was the best performing quarterback from his class. No longer the case. Go Justin Fields. Uh, next we have Steelers beating the Saints. I actually chose that one correctly. I had that right. Good, good job, Aiden. Uh, Najee Harris almost sniffs a hundred. Kenny Pickett almost two hundred, and JJ Watt comes back. The, here's the thing: the Steelers don't lose very often when when sorry when uh, TJ Watt is on the field, not JJ. No, it's true. I I, I thought maybe there would them. be a slowdown when he got back. I really did, and I was wrong. Um, I I think I think I just wanted to. Two. I wanted to note the fact that the Steelers will be wearing their color rushes this week mm. uh, against against the Bengals black and yellow, rushes. black and yellow, yeah. against the all white. Yeah, yeah. uh huh. You know what it yeah. is. It's gonna be a good day. Black and yellow, black and yellow. All right, all right Colts Raiders. Colts and Jeff Saturday come out on top twenty five. <sighs> I to was 20. such a such a dick Derek about this. Derek Carr crying I, I in ate. the post game. Eight crow, dude. He was, and like, what? Tell me how you feel about it. Oh, I think it's kind of pathetic to an extent. And why? And how so? Because I, because I've, he, I've mixed emotions. Um, look, I get that it shows he cares, but like, I don't know how much of this blame I I want to put on the players, and how much I want to put on. Uh, is it Josh McDaniels? That's his name. Do you assume that in his uh He's in dead. his his thing he wasn't talking about Josh McDaniel? That's how I took it. Here's the thing, I didn't actually listen to the whole thing. I just saw he was oh. crying, so maybe I shouldn't oh. comment too deeply. I only yeah. saw this the the excerpt where he's like, it just sucks and stuff like that. Here's what he is basically saying. So I will suspend my judgment. Basically, uh paraphrasing again, Derek Carr was um 
he he got emotional and then he like he he gathered himself and he was you know he finished as as he said uh in the in the presser that there are a lot of people on the team and the organization i mean he was talking particularly about players and the kind of things they have to do to sleep at night like just the stuff they have to put in their body to practice and like um and they're doing all that uh for a horrible performance to be the result and he said that he wishes that everybody felt the same way as he did and he also being the people that are doing those things uh just to get just to sleep at night and just to get through practice to their bodies uh because they care so much and he's saying that certain people don't i take that as the coach and I take that as calling out a few players too, in my opinion. And I think that even though this is a first year head coach, they crushed ass and turned the season around. And I was all on their dick about it last year, if you recall. Besatia. Despite, yes. And despite everything that kept happening, Gruden was gone, the horrible rug situation, uh, like all these things. And they've fired back and like made a run. Like this team is awful. This team is, is, is unremarkable. To, to be to be kind they're really like, bad and, and, and it's crazy and because they have so much talent on that roster in my opinion Dan, Ar- Just Dan Arlovsky made a Dan Arlovsky made a good point I think it was him where he was like Devonte Adams didn't come there to play with the coach like if you have to take a side like so maybe kick out McDaniel and and keep, and keep your your Derek look Carr McDaniel and, has and been Adam situation consistently an issue in the entirety of the NFL when he isn't in New England you know what I mean yeah He's, He's just not cut out for this to, to, to do it outside of New England because the players don't respond to him. That's just straight up what's happening. I mean, it sure seems like it. I mean, it, it's a, it's rough. I would, I would, I would consider cutting ties. I don't know what you do. I agree. I don't know. Well, what you dude, do. this is a lot at this point at two and seven, it's, it's a completely lost season. And now you're, I wonder if they're looking at like stripping down, like, like what we thought the Colts were going to have to do, which they Call still Dion. might Call Dion. Why not? I want Dion to come coach in the NFL so maybe fucking he, bad. I'll say this. He's maybe he's not going to be a great thing. Co- coordinator. But, but head coaches aren't always calling plays. He could just be the presence. Well, he's made – I mean, his, his the school – Jackson State that he coaches is, is phenomenal at football since he's been there. Signed and, a five-star. And uh, he's done so much for the exposure of HBCUs and, like – um, everything else. And I think that he very much, he doesn't need money. Like he very much, it's fucking, it's prime time. Like, you know what I mean? So I think he, he likes being there. I think that he's, he's vehemently shot down like Auburn rumors and stuff like that before. So I don't think it'll happen, but anytime a job comes up, I'm like Dion, I want Dion in the NFL. So fucking bad. But isn't that what we, I know it's completely, completely. Why? Completely he has coaching different. experience. No, 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 no. I was going to say, that's what we used to do about Gruden. I was obsessed with Gruden. I've I've come to I've come to to the to 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 task with myself on this show about saying like Gruden was one of my favorite head coaches of all time. Like, uh, e- e- and so like I was eating his horrible time in in uh, as a Raider with a grain of salt. And then we found out like, oh, this is just a really bad guy, and that completely yes. changed my. I'm opinion. just saying we did. I it just it, they're not even comparable, but it just reminded me that we've had that take like whenever a job is open, it's like, well, why not Gruden? Um, let's, let's get through some of these, but this is a very important one. It took overtime to do it, but the Packers beat the Cowboys 31 to 28. Um, 
in doing so, I thought Dak Prescott had a rough game at times. I thought Christian Watkins or Watson, uh, the rookie second rounder from North Dakota State, though he dropped some passes, he had three touchdown catches deep and exploded. And I said this when he was coming out of the draft that I really liked him. And I was okay that he was underperforming as a Packer, but I wanted the Bears to get him because he's a legitimate deep threat if he can start working on his hands. Because if he catches it, he was scoring touchdowns like 80 yards like every time in college. And you've got a good deep ball thrower in Aaron Rodgers. So I don't know how much of this game was the Packers and how much of it was just the, the Cowboys sucking. Uh, Amari Rodgers dropped yet another punt, muffed another one, his fifth, and they cut him. They just straight cut him. He was a third-round pick two years ago. Bro, I'll also say, and I I was witnessing it week one, even though the Vikings, you know, bashed the, the Packers, that their running game is uh, something they could roll with. And now that they're, like, getting hot with it, I mean, they had a 100-yard rusher, and it wasn't A.J. Dillon. See what I'm saying? And A.J. Dillon is, like, a bully. Like, so Aaron Jones gets his fourth 100-yard rushing game of the season, right? And then they still have Dylan, who's also coming in and, like, just punishing people. If the Packers – I mean, basically, the talk of the town this week is how the Packers giving Rodgers less responsibility uh, have been better. They take the ball out of his hands and they start to do better. Just to be honest, just to be honest, look at the results. And there was even a point uh, late in the game, very late in the game, uh, where I was like, you know, deciding whether or not they're going to be able to send it to OT, I believe. And um, Rodgers, they had trouble getting the playoff and they did. And it was this, you know, botched, ill-fated, like, passing play and he was so pissed about it and bitching and bitching and bitching like till at LaFleur and stuff and it seemed as though like he was bitching like Aaron Rodgers is on the field bitching at his coach because he didn't call a run like it was blowing my mind and like that's how it looked I don't know I wasn't there but I'm just saying that's how it looked and so whatever like I mean if if if, if the wins are all that matter then yes you should start running the ball more I thought maybe they re- maybe they thought that they had to stroke my man's ego I have no idea Ew. I remember him bitching out his coach on the sideline, which is yet a, yet another bad look. Um, also want to point out and give a quick shout out to CeeDee Lamb. 11 catches, 150 yards, two touchdowns. Good for CeeDee yeah, on that one. I got to I gotta see these Cowboys real quick. Yep. I'm not, I'm not I don't have forward to it. too much to say about this next game. Cardinals beat the Rams 27-17. Cooper Cup got her uh, Colt McCoy versus whatever the fuck for the Rams. I guess the Rams QB threw an errant pass, which is what led to the injury for uh, cup. And people are mad about it. Ugly game. The Cardinals needed to win. What my question is, I don't care about this game because I don't care too much about these teams who are underperforming. I just want to know what you think about the Rams right now. What the fuck are they going to do? Three and six. The Rams are, I'm going to quote, I'm going to quote my man, Denny Miller. Or Denny Miller, I'm gonna quote my man Denny Green. They are who we thought they were, like, and that, and when I say we, I mean me. Like, I, I thought the Rams were gonna have trouble. I thought, I, look, I didn't think that Stafford was gonna go into concussion protocol. I thought it was gonna be his arm, but like, hey, we both did. I Keep thought, that in mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought the Rams were gonna, were gonna hit some speed bumps. Aaron Donald was like, gonna maybe retire and then was swinging on fucking people with his helmet, like, before the season. Like, OBJ is not there. 
uh, you know, a, a Super Bowl hangover seemed like it was on the on the on the the fucking dinner plate for him and 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 but they're one of the worst like. teams in the nfl right now like they're yeah offensive, in a bad their division offensive scoring is really really bad the, the the division that we thought would be the best in the nfl is one of the worst um yeah i do and, my, and my also main we question can, is we we can't glaze over cooper cups on the fucking ir like yes like he's hurt hurt like this yeah, is he's gonna have up. to get tightrope surgery if i'm not mistaken but which is what Nikhil Harry also had to get. My question is, what about the state of this team and this franchise who have been pushing everything down the road, throwing away draft compensation to get I think superstars? Down, like down the road, got here a lot faster than they thought. They still so got the result they done? wanted. They got the Super Bowl. Um, I, I think, is this iteration I think, of the Rams done after this season? Like, do they have to disintegrate? Like, yeah, fingers. Because one of them's retiring. At least one major piece, if not two. I bet you Donald and I bet you Donald retires and Stafford might. And as Stafford, well. I think Stafford. And will too. if the rumor is true that McVeigh is attached to them, then he'll possibly go too. I'd. Bl- I mean, I'm not saying blow him up because there are still so many stars on this team, but we all knew that Stafford was the all-in late in his fucking career Super Bowl run quarterback, and he did it. Like so, like what's the incentive at this point? Um, it, it, and that's and and then that's if they don't turn around. I don't see them turning around. That division's I do bad, not and, and they're not getting their around. way. But they're not going to get their like the Seahawks are good, and they're gonna they're gonna top that division no problem. And which is the, wild the Cardinals, because they're so much less talented roster wise. Top it's to because bottom. they have they have organization and people buying in. Kyler Murray hates his coach's guts. Seemingly, there's been turmoil throughout well, the whole offseason. Not just and that. Season. What team in that division has a running game whatsoever? It's it's Seattle. It's and, and mm-hmm. it's only them. All of the other teams aren't running well. Pete Carroll can you know can can lead men and uh, people listen to him. I'm not saying McVeigh can't, but. How how much does that faux hawk dude bro stuff hold up to you as a grown man in the locker room when you're three and six? I, I don't know. Look, Sean McVay is a great coach and all, but absolutely, what other, what other coach was given all of the gifts that that Sean McVay was given? He got there and got to draft. Was he the one that drafted um, Jar? J- Jared Goff. I kept thinking Josh Allen. For I believe so. So you get the but number it was one a necessity pick. and timing. You, you get to trade up for the number one pick. You get all of your fucking draft compensation. No, I think Fisher might have gotten Goff. Yeah, you're right. You're right because he inherited Goff because he didn't like Goff. Correct. Like Goff. Great call. Glad we cleared that up on air. Look, we are we're fallible. We're humans. We have it. We Just have off the dome errors. here. We don't. We're rarely looking at stats. This is like the oh, most like no, off we the almost dome never conversational do. podcast we just of all time. Sit in front of our computers with just the game's scores from the prior week and just talk about them. What we remember. We're just here today. To talk I'm about looking football. up a few numbers. I feel smart. I'm like, Oh, he had a hundred yard rushing game. Like this is the first time ever. I've actually gone to the effort. So just relax everyone. All I want to say is that what other coach that you can remember was given the gifts that Sean McVay was given, which he then used to get a super bowl. He didn't get a Super Bowl until he started getting all of these Kings gifts and all of these players. You know what I mean? Like it's also somebody that was calling that offense for that Super Bowl team who's having a pretty good year as a head coach. Kevin O'Connell. So who was the it's, offensive it's coordinator for them when they went to the Super Bowl before? Wasn't it LaFleur? It might have been. Oh my God. I'm not sure. I thought LaFleur was wasn't he a Washington boy? A long time ago. 
because McVay was a Washington. Because weren't McVay Lafleur? McVay was in like, Washington, and so all was of them Shanahan. were like on the Shanahan Washington was the or OC Shanahan. Or something. It was like the whole like Washington. and McDaniel. So crazy. Got it. All right, let's keep rolling. But yeah, it's a bad, bad, bad business. Chargers lose. They, to they're the in a lot 49ers. of commercials now. You know what I mean? Like they won their Super Bowl, and now we have Stafford on all these Pepsi awful commercials. And, pizza. and we have McVay on the Campbell's Chunkies, and like, look, say, good job, you got your bag. Look, I mean, I understand you want to stick with your stick with the trend of being the most mediocre as fuck pizza for super cheap, but like, why do you have to make the like most mediocre as fuck commercials that I have to be inundated with when I'm watching football? Like, could you at least try to make them a little bit funny? They don't even they don't even stick with me. They just make me angry. Little Caesar doesn't need our help though, because like the fact that they snaked the the official pizza of the NFL out of the out of the grasp of Pizza Hut is madness. Like that that's a that's a new development, my friend. I mean, I'm glad I don't have to see a super sad Craig Robinson out there every time. Um, who's no, obviously locked Craig. in a long ass contract with fucking Pizza Hut, so he has to go out there soulless and You're keep making doing it sound like you're making it sound like it's like in Space Jam and like like people are going up the stairs and dunking on MJ and stuff like that. Like fucking I'm I'm literally trying to look up the new Burger King song so I can have the lyrics for it. Because I'm like, if you want to do a do a good fast food or like any kind of food establishment commercial, Simple, take notes easy. from a Burger King. Five dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind when it comes. It's always good when it comes on. I don't hate At it. And BK, I hate almost every commercial. Have it your way. Okay, 49ers beat the Chargers 22 to 16. They got garopped. They got garop walloped. Okay, um, Brad. I'm sorry. Hagrid's I don't know what brother to say. Grop. McCaffrey scores a TD, stout defense. You've got the Chargers losing defensive linemen left and right. They've got, like, no defensive tackles left after waving Jerry Tillery, who was claimed by the Raiders. Um, is that a liquid death can? Yeah. Oh, nice. I hear people Sparkling talking about him on, on, like, uh, advertisements. And the marketing thing is, like, you ever go to parties and people make fun of you because you're not drinking beer? Well, buy this water that looks like beer. And I'm like, well, that's kind of It does. Weird. It does, but that's not why. It's a weird honestly, marketing. that's what I keep hearing in the ad. Do you want to know how I got it? So, like, and honestly, it's just like, no, it's it's douchey. I don't want to say it. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Brad, if you want us not to talk about liquid death during your team's recap, maybe have a better performance on primetime. Look, I know Kevin Smith, all right, and he drinks liquid death exclusively because really? they were like shipping it to. Yeah, dude, they were like shipping it to his house, like. Because the marketing is killer, and like, he just—he's not even sponsored by him or anything. He just unabashedly likes it, and so like, w- like we just—he drinks liquid death. That's like his preferred water. Like he'll drink other water, but he likes liquid death. I drink alkaline water <laughs> because I have digestive problems, and it helps Inside me feel secret. better. And it makes me like because it's a cool fucking looking can. I think the angle liquid death rolls with is how how recyclable it is. It's like better than plastic water bottles. Infinitely recyclable. Yeah. yeah Why don't right. you curb stomp? plastic waste exactly don't you want to pulverize fucking like 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 turtles getting choked to death by plastic rings you ever seen a know, baby seal get stuck in a six work. you know what the other day i snipped up a little six-pack ring and i'm like no baby seal's gonna die on my watch and then captain the chargers, flew through my window the chargers are the least interesting winning team in the nfl dude they have lost so many players to injury. Yeah, they didn't have two of the t- two of the top paid wide receivers on like the field. Mike Williams and and you Keenan know Allen are both like you twenty million a year guys. 
can't trust their medical staff. They poked Tyrod Taylor's fucking lung out. Mm. I don't have much to say. That game was a little bit of a snooze fest at times. Um, the 49ers just bullied him in the end and won. 49ers talk- are going to make a fucking deep run. I, I think they have the tools. Let's- They're gearing up. Let's talk about the upset of the week on Monday Night Football. The Eagles yeah. finally lose. And I think I I think I think teased it last week. I don't 100% remember, but I was very close to picking the Commanders. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, I did not. Uh, Heineke gets another signature win, another notch in his belt. He's Looking parlaying good. that into being named the starting quarterback over wins. Is, is that true? Is that official? Yes, he did. Oh, my God. Name starting. Oh, that's incredible. Well, yeah, he's dude, starting was... this game. I don't know if they were like, you are the guy now, but he's starting this okay, game. Okay, but still, that's a that's big because like, the whole thing was like, I mean, he's barely walking off the field after just beating the undefeated Eagles like in, in a division win in Philadelphia, and they're like, so what about what happens now that wins, wins comes back? It's like horrible. This guy is like, this guy is like a his puppet. Everything. Like, you know what I mean? And he's working so hard. Um, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for Taylor Heineke, and I hope he keeps uh, kicking ass. I'm glad he didn't beat the Vikings. Did you see him get dripped, uh, dripped out like on the plane, like Kirk Cousins? I did. I, you know, um, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery, Luke. Mm-hmm. No, commander see, commander do. Let's talk about this week's picks. Oh, cool. and I guys, done them, if... so walk me through them live. Okay. Um, I was saying something there. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Daddy. Yeah. Uh, guys, you may have noticed a little crisp upgrade in the audio. Um, you might think, Aiden, did Aiden buy a new microphone? No, actually, I had this microphone the whole time, but my cat put like a kink <laughs> in my cord from chewing on it. So I just never used it. And then Luke we'll bullied me into buying there. a replacement cord. It only cost seven bucks. And we're back. We're back with crystal clear audio. Well, he was just bragging about all the big purchases he's made and like all the fucking all the fucking Luke money loves he's to hold my to purchases against me. Not at all. You just you tell me all about them, and I'm like, why don't you have a what? What are you gonna do about your podcast audio? That sounds like you're fucking recording on a fucking tin can with string coming out of it. Is exactly what he said. Yeah. Does was, he even know awful. how? How brave of a warrior I've been all day and how much my fucking tummy hurts. Do you even know how much I've sacrificed today to go to school and work? Do you know? Veteran, it hurt really bad. It still over. hurts. So Veteran's Day's over. You're, you're I got my being a little complimentary no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Applebee's meal with a, with a $5 bounce life. back gift card. Fucking hey. Yeah, they gave Applebee's. me a free meal and a $5 gift card. I'm not going to lie to you. I would still walk into an Applebee's and smash it. And when I used to smash Applebee's, I couldn't drink booze because I was in high school. So I'd really smash it. Oh, it's great for that. They have the great drink yeah. specials. All right, Luke. Tomorrow night's game. Thursday night football. Tennessee at Green Bay. All right. I'm writing them down. You should pick. All right. You want me to pick first? <coughs> I have um, Tennessee Titans. I have Green Bay in this one. At home, coming off a win. Uh, They have a great running game. I think it will be the difference. I do think they will lean on the running game, and I think that the Titans aren't going to come out on top in this one. I don't know. I just have the Titans have a good running game. No, I'm like, while I'm saying that, I'm I'm picturing Derrick Henry running well, but I just think that they're going to like coast that momentum and get this win. They're hot right now. No, I mean, I, I understand that pick. I really do. Next, we have Chicago at Hotlanta, the childhood favorite team of Justin Fields growing up in Georgia. 
the Bears are winning this one. Go Bears. Bear down. Yeah, I also have the Bears. Um, I mean, but hey, you hear Fields say his legs are heavy after the game on Sunday. Yeah, like, did you see like, how much he ran? Yes, I did. But I'm just saying, like, to the point where he like they aren't like he was like limited in practice and stuff. Like, oh, I did not hear like, that. They're like Jesus. It was him himself. He was like, my legs were heavy after the game. They're having me do stuff. Like, just like you know, he says he's all good, but let's let's try and keep him in that pocket this week. <laughs> I hope so. I need to see him throwing the ball, even if he fails. Like, I need to see him throwing it and trying to learn some things. And there's other people who are talking about that. Um, guys who break down quarterbacks on YouTube. Dilfer, who I'm actually not a huge fan of, but he does know Justin from Elite 11 and such. And they have a good point. Like, we know what he can do on the ground. And I, I'm like, if you get a chance to run it for 60 yards, do it, obviously. But maybe try to fucking design some throws where it's just like you scheme up a guy in a one-on-one. And you start working on it because the game, the season is lost and we need to see him start learning how to throw against NFL defenses. My response to that would be, and it's not you that's saying it, it's Trent Dilfer, but it's just like, especially after watching that, that, um, that Thursday night thing they had on Amazon or the Monday night segment they had with RG three talking with Jalen hurts and Donovan McNabb and Michael Vick. And they were also talking about Randall Cunningham and stuff. And it's like, it feels like that rhetoric gets thrown out so much and it's like, nobody's saying he can't throw. Like, it's just them like surmising that because like, I, I, I understand where in you're coming fact, from. You're not in saying fact, you're I, not I went that. at length and said in college, yes. he is famous for throwing. Right. I but am I'm saying, saying like, we, I we don't want, we need to see him throw more so he can learn how to play against the NFL defenses. I agree. I agree. I just would, I would just like, I would, nobody's gonna listen to me but i would caution the media to to fall back on that rhetoric um when they're talking about a quarterback um whose play style has kind of um been very well like solidified by recent stars and stuff like that Um, yeah i mean there's the african-american qb tropes i get that that's i'm actually and i mean maybe that's affecting why people say these things I'm purely like of the camp that I think Justin Fields has a lead arm talent and can dice people up in the passing game. I need to see him forcing him. I need to see the team forcing him to throw it more instead of allowing Mm -hmm. him to do these runs because yes, but I want to see him start to build rapport with the receivers because what's happening is they are not getting separation and he is hitting a mode where he's like, all right, it's on me again. I have to make this play. It so, becomes like high school football. It's crazy. It's and um, he's th- that's happening to him, and he's somehow turning that into historic rushing performances. So like we know he's capable, but let's start scheming up some designed throws where he needs to like he's forced to try to get a ball to Darnell Mooney, where they mm-hmm. scheme him into one on one coverage because that's what's really going to matter next year. Not well, him I myself said. I'm I myself said we, you should keep him in the pocket this week and and try to do it more. So I agree. I'm just like uh, and and it's it's just it's just something that was on my mind after that segment because I thought it was really insightful. I get what you're saying. Cleveland at Buffalo. I have Buffalo in this one. At bouncing back. I mean, absolutely, I have Buffalo. Oh, uh, important note: that game might get canceled. There might be six feet of snow. <laughs> it might get mo- like or moved to a different town. Like that's I, like, yeah, I'm not sure- canceled. But at like, least moved. It's it would the be, NFL is going to be talking about it per Schefter. Okay, good because it would be unsafe. Um, yeah, we're hitting frigid temps. Uh, the house is cooling off. It's it's chilly outside. Like this is real real football weather. Like, but you know it's not football weather. Six foot snow. You can't play in that. 
Let's see. I'm like pulling it up right now because I want to know the exact. Also, I'm pretty sure Josh Allen didn't practice or he's limited. Um, his arms, up his in armor that game. elbow, his armor elbow is still fucked up. He tried to punch a, a, a ball when he uh, threw a pick and he hurt his arm a little bit. It looked like um, when you hear a four, oh, this is per per Yahoo news that they are a massive storm predicted for Buffalo. Um, several feet, three to six feet of snow by Sunday. Mm, that is so much snow. Like, Feet, not inches. I'm not like, even six foot tall. Like, holy shit. I'm sure as fuck not six foot tall. I'm close. Yeah. All right. That's just madness. All right. Philadelphia. Uh, hopefully Phil- it's safe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, my thoughts go to the people who live in that area. That is a catastrophic amount of snow. I hope everyone is safe and warm. Uh, Philadelphia at Indianapolis. I've got Philly in this one, Luke. <laughs> I have Philly, but it would be amazing to see Jeff Saturday's Colts go two and zero and beat uh, the Eagles. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, we would have would to spend some time spot. talking about that next week. Oh my god! Look, Good I know Jeff how Saturday to I know how to win. lead men. Good I'm comfortable him. in myself. He's one and zero, one and zero, one and zero. Coach, head coach in the NFL. None of us can say that. I don't know if I could go in and be one and zero. I think I could, but I'm also. Um, I bet you like, could. Way too high on myself in most in most categories. Where I'd love I have to, to be project. like a position coach. So in basic training, um, there was like infighting in our in our flight, which happens a lot. Um, and at the midway point, it's 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 very uh, common. And they had us all in this room at the during the weekend when it's like less of a of a toxic environment. We're allowed to talk a little bit more freely with each other. And it's more of like a mentoring opportunity with the, with our MTIs. And I remember we had columns that we are marching in and each one had a leader. And then we had like the guide on guy who's like leading us too, right? So these ones, these are the ones that are like in charge of different people in the flight and people were critiquing them. So our MTI was like, everyone close your eyes. And then everyone close their eyes. They're like, if you think you would do a better job of being a line leader or whatever the fuck it's called, raise your hand. And I raised my hand and they're like, if you thought you'd do a better job of being like the flight chief, raise your hand. And I raised my hand. Just like, obviously everyone was peeking and I, I wasn't, and I was the only one raising my hand apparently. And so many people got mad about it. And then, then they came so to me later and called me out. I'm like, look, he didn't ask if I wanted to, he just asked if I thought I could do a better job. And I'm like, yeah, I, I think I, I could do a better job than you, but I, I don't so envy you. I don't want to do it. So you that's all funny this motherfucker. And you think you could do all... a better job than Jeff Saturday and that you could head coach the Colts. But I want victory. to. Matt Ryan's back, baby. Do I think I could coach the Colts to victory with uh, an amazing running back? And if, oh, you know what? If Darius or Shaq Leonard was there, I think I could win. I think I could sneak a victory. But he's out. He's out for season now. Back surgery. That's commendable. I would love to try. I would love to try. Here's the thing. What's the over-under? or what's? I think it's a coin flip. If I just go to... um, Oh, Notre Dame guy, Quentin Nelson. And I just go to Jonathan Taylor during the week and I say, I'm running behind you with Jonathan Taylor every play. Every play. What's the shot of me winning that? Coin flip, I think. I would love if they did that. That sounds amazing, but their line has had problems. Yeah, but I'm only running behind him. And if they stack it, I'm throwing it to Pittman. And if they if they double cover him, I'm sneaking I'm I'm doing a I'm doing a I'm doing a glance. 
on a on a design screen and I'm just flipping it out to Alec Pierce. I think you lose seventy two to three if you Dude. if you to, to, to the anybody Eagles? to Metamora. <laughs> to Metamora, you think I lose seventy two to three with my As, with my insight and play calling with the abilities? Colts. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. With Jonathan Taylor, you think I lose? <laughs> <laughs> All right. New York Jets at New England Patriots. Important note, both teams coming off of a bye week. Who do you have, Luke? The Pats at the Jets? Nope. The Jets at the Pats. Oh. Fuck, tricky. would you think that the weather's going to affect that area too? Wouldn't you assume? Um, I haven't heard about that one as much because uh, – um... I think New England's a little further away, but it is the same general area. Um, I have the Jets. I got New England. I got New England in this one. At I home. It. At home, I still think Zach Wilson is a little bit of a little little piss boy, and I could see him <laughs> losing this game like he lost the first matchup when I chose the Jets. Uh, next, I have the L. Or sorry, the L.A. Rams are playing. At New Orleans, in this one, I have the New Orleans Saints mainly because this Rams team is fucking cooked and they just lost Cub. Yeah, th- this team is cooked, and if Dalton can cannot turn the ball over, <laughs> I think that uh, they the still Saints have. Still, I'm still riding with them. Kamara, Olave, mm-hmm. Cam, Cam Jordan, like they still have talented players who can and, make a difference. And Dalton's firing fearlessly. He's playing like he has nothing to lose, and that just sometimes gives you interceptions. He's gunslinging. Like, it's 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 fun to watch. Yeah. He was with the Bears for one season. That was quite a interesting thing. It wasn't uh, the right QB1. Fit. QB1. And, yeah, you, heard his, you heard his feelings. Yeah, that was kind of QB1. Mean. We shouldn't have said it. Yeah, shouldn't have. That was bad social media. Right, Pace is like, look, when I, when I say someone is coming in to be QB1, I mean it. And I said it to Mike Glennon, and I meant it. Mike Glennon. All right, Detroit at New York Giants. I have the Giants, even though Detroit is on a two-game win streak. I low key, Luke. I can kind of see the Lions winning this one. No, I think that I I think I feel very confident that the Giants are going to fuck them up. I think the Lions are are sneaking some wins against some divisional opponents. Look, that they've this is me just saying. On. I wish I had the ability to pick the Lions, but I'm down four in aggregate, so I need to pick a safer pick. So I'm picking the I Giants. I think they're going to get their ass kicked. <laughs> you said that about about the Browns last week, and you were spot on. So, uh, Carolina at Baltimore. I have Baltimore in that one. Um, I do too, but if Carolina fucking finds a way to win this, I'm going to pick them the rest of the season. <laughs> I'm going to just fucking pick them the rest of the year. Oh, Carolina creeps um, have you seen uh, where the crawdads sing no the trailer was great though i need to check it out it's pretty good i really like the lead actress she was also in this andrew garfield show about like the mormon fundamentalists and stuff but mm. i think she's an up-and-comer i think she's a good actress and honestly the 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 movie had some uh you know troubling aspects mainly violence against women but i thought it was still a good movie it's a book right it's a novel yep. people seem to like the novel a lot. if you watch it uh there's a whodunit aspect like a murder whodunit mm-hmm. and you find out at the very end but i i think it would have been so much better if it was a different character that did it and d and i discussed it so if you watch it let me know and i'll tell you who i think should have been it it's funny i need to watch it without taylor then because she'll call she'll she'll call who did it like five minutes in and i'll be like fuck because i am an idiot when i watch Dude, something I like at least the first time that. and me too I, i'm the, always bad 
I'm dude. That's I'm so idiot. funny. I'm about just us. like totally. I'm like, but why? Like, like, I'll, like they'll be like, I'm like, wait a minute. This character betrayed the other. No, he had just said You're the earlier one that's that, supposed to write. I know, but that's why. I, I, but I think that's why I watch movies like 40 times because I'm like, because then I learn it and I understand the structure and I can apply it. But I didn't get it the first time. I'm like, why? I I think we're very similar in this <laughs> regard because I'm also bad at it and I need Dumb repeat viewings with stuff. I can't. Dude, I watched. Right. I'm like, I watched think? Dune again on my new Bravia, and Dune it was quite Bravia, the treat. Yeah. But the thing that, that always gets me because I've fallen asleep watching Dune a few times is the early scene where the one of the girls who's in like the courtroom pulls out like the shy Halud knife, and she's like, ah! and she like yells, and it like yeah. is jarring, and it wakes me up. Yeah, dude, it's good That's stuff. It. It's a, it's a, for the, for the Lisan Al Gaib. You just gave me like the blankest look ever. Were you trying to think of that word? No. Uh, <laughs> dude, right. we were, me and my friend were doing that yell for like a whole year after that. Really? Okay. Yeah, so that was hilarious. Lines. Yeah. Was How have funny. we not talked about that? I don't, I don't know. I love Who that was movie. the friend? Who's a friend? My boy, Jake film guy. He didn't oh. like doing though. I like it. Oh, I'm way cooler than him. <laughs> Uh, what's the next game? Don't write that down. Do not, do not remove that. I'm not. I'm writing my pick. Okay. I'm the preferred friend. Washington at Houston, Luke. I have Washington in this one. Go Heineke. Uh, I think it has to be Washington, but he needs to, you know. Did you no, grab my Heineke? I was about... <laughs> did you grab it's my okay ass? if you did. Barking up the wrong tree. Um, I think it's Washington. I, I was going to say that he needs to get a win that doesn't, that isn't like pulling a rabbit out of its hat, but it was a pretty convincing win over Philadelphia. They beat the only undefeated team in the NFL, and it was l- yeah. also largely due to their ferocious defense, which I pointed out last I week. That myself. defensive line is ferocious. Um, Las Vegas at Denver. In this one, I kind of – they both suck. I'm taking Denver because Denver's defense is really good. They have the lowest points allowed on the season – However, the offense of the Broncos is the lowest points scored, which is why they're so shitty. But I think that defense is the is the reason they win. Here's what's up. If Vegas loses this game, I think McDaniels might get fired. I can um, see it. That said, I don't think the Raiders – I just – I can't see it. I can't see the Raiders going in and, and, and losing – in Denver to Russell Wilson like this. I just can't see it. They have to get this win just for their own sanity. They have to get this win. I think they're going to play like their life depends on it after Derek Carr was so emotional on the podium. Um, I really do. I think that is going to unite the players more than divide. Um, maybe, maybe divided from the, uh, the coach perhaps, but I, I have Vegas. I like that. I like that for you. Dallas at Minnesota. This is going to be a tough game for you, especially after Dallas loses to a division rival last week, our division rival, not theirs. So they're going to obviously be hungry to come back and get a win. Uh, Minnesota is cooking. Minnesota is at home. Who do you have in this one, man? I have the Vikings. Sarcastic. Here's I'm being why. sarcastic. I, uh, good. But I, here's why, dude. Like, We've been cooking away from home, and now we're back. And it, it, I think nobody in this building – I think in the back of some people's mind, they're like, fuck, we have a game four days after this game. Like, we have to go play the Patriots four days later. 
But I think Kirk Cousins isn't thinking that. Jefferson's not thinking that. The players aren't thinking that. Like, they're ready to go out and keep fucking eating. They want to keep this up. They want to keep showing people how good we are. And that is another huge notch if the Vikings pull it off. I don't think it's going to be easy. I really don't. I've, I'm, I've, looked at this, I've looked at this on the calendar for a while, like this stretch. Like, Buffalo, I can't believe we won. It's amazing. I mean, I can believe it, but it was an unbelievable circumstances. Uh, and it was huge. But, like, the Cowboys are a good fucking team, man. And I'm not, I'm not thrilled. My stomach's going to be in fucking knots leading up to the weekend. You know, I've watched football for a long time, and not as long as Luke, but a consistent through line that I've seen is when two good teams are playing and one of the teams lost a close one the week prior, and the other team won in electric fashion and had their praise sung by all the media the entire week. Um, it's, It's generally setting up a letdown game. So purely because of that and purely because I need to make up ground, I'm going to choose Dallas in this one because I do think it's a toss up, but I I think that's my justification though. I do think the Vikings can and should win this game. Um, I think Micah Parsons is going to go out there and I don't think I've seen him make too much of a difference the last few weeks. I think he goes out there and makes some plays and I think Dak plays a safer game against your defense um, with two rookie corners out there, if that's still the case. Harrison um, Smith I mean, had a re- kind of a rough game last week at times. Harrison Smith had a had an end game at times, but, you know, Patrick Peterson more than showed up. I don't know where Dantzler's at. I'll have to look into it. And I'm, like, so happy with Caleb the way Evans. that, like, he was he balled and we had like we had we had a lot of people come in and stepped up and if they can do that against Josh Allen there's no reason they can't do it against Dak and and the Dallas defense sure yes they have the best uh, they have the best pass rusher in the game arguably uh maybe not arguably but um their secondary's fucking cooked and we have some of the best weapons imaginable um, and well i will say Diggs is known to get some picks from time to time so I he mean, could snag a pick or two but i think we're gonna like i think Je- justin jefferson is gonna run everybody out of their fucking boots hawkinson's performing um i'm not sure about Thielen. he got tweaked up a little last week as well so i'll have to look into that um also i think jefferson is questionable right now too i don't know what the fuck's going on i got that update earlier so i'll have to look into that the point is in a perfect world Here's my dream world. I don't think it'll happen. I think here's what I think what's going to happen is we're going to go to the fucking <laughs> wire in the fourth quarter and it's going to give me a fucking heart attack and I'm going to have to stop eating red meat and shit. <gasps> um uh but what I want to happen so funny. because I'm going to get fucking heartburn and it's going to shut me yeah. down for the weekend. I, it was so bad to have the Vikings come after I just drank a pot of coffee at 6.30 for the Buccaneers. I was like, oh, damn dude, it. You, yeah, I was I tweaking the fuck out. Uh, but, Your heart was probably no, my, racing. My dream, my dream would be to fuck them up so fucking bad that we have Nick Mullins closing out the game. Like, I want to fuck them up. I wanted uh, like that's my dream, dude. I want to fucking go up like thirty points, like when I went and saw Vikes Rams as a kid, and fucking Tarveris Jackson finished up for Favre because we were fucking them up so bad. That's what I want. We'll see what happens. I got Dallas in this one. <clears throat> All right, <clears throat> a game of alternate unis in division: Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Who do you got? <sighs> I have Cincinnati. I have Cincinnati. Yeah, I do too. I do too, uh, and I saw a lot of people gearing toward Pittsburgh, and my gut has always been to gear toward Pittsburgh and the Patriots. Those are two people I always I always pick. I'm no. picking neither this week. No. It's been a different year. 
Kansas City at LA Chargers for the primetime game. LA Chargers in primetime Sunday night week after week now, back to back. Yeah, and they're about to lose stop twice to make in a row. Him, stop trying to make them a thing. Okay? I'm sorry, they're about to lose to the Chiefs after losing to the 49ers. Yeah, I, I got um. Kadarius Tony's gonna get two touchdowns, friend. He's sweet. They are like, dude, Mahomes is Mahomes. Like, it, there's nobody like him. He's a fucking like, just just to to watch him is a joy. Like, I oh. love I will love watching that team. I forgot to mention we had a Julio Jones sighting, got a touchdown for Tampa yeah. Bay in Germany. He had like a pretty nice yeah. little longer touchdown. That was pretty cool to see. Mm-hmm. All right, the last game of the week, Monday night, San Francisco at Arizona. In this one, I have San Francisco winning. I do too. I do too. I have the 49ers. Uh the 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 Cardinals are de- kind of depleted. I mean, even if even if Kyler is back, which you know, I just don't. Uh, didn't they just put somebody else on like on IR or is that like they just put a? Is it their tight end? They Maybe. put like oh Zach Ertz. Yeah, like so like they're they're banged up and they're really underperforming. I think that I think that they don't. I don't think they stand the test of time this year. They're going downhill fast. Whereas the Niners are all the way up. Guys, I have the Nintendo Switch Nintendo 64 controller in my possession you gotta now. Bust that shit out, dude. Play some fucking it's Mario right Tennis here. with that fucker. It's right here. I could go play Legend of Zelda. I could go yeah. play Kirby Crystal Shards. Oh, I could go play game. Mario Party because they have Mario Party 1 and 2 on there. I could go Pokemon play Pokemon Snaps on there. Pokemon Snap. Do they have mm. Pokemon Puzzle League? Yes, they do. Yeah. Oh, boy, do they. Uh, now, will they do a fantastic variant of this controller? That's what we're all waiting on. We're all wondering. Yeah, Why, When question. are you just going to start selling us the same shit well, you gray. sold us as children? Like, literally. When are you just going to make it for us again? That's I will buy it. basically what everybody's doing. And, like, now it's I the have last a job time I was happy. I'm like no, but seriously, it is. It's like I had to look around the stuff, and I'm like, what would I buy? And like, I'm at a I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, I can help my job sell this for money because I would buy it myself. I am in the demo. You are <laughs> the demographic. Thirty year old. I'm that dumb thirty year old with money, and everybody's selling everything to me. Luke is what people disparagingly term a Disney adult. Yeah, I didn't. You know, it's got a bad rap. I didn't rap. know that I, that I was a Disney. thing until recently. Yeah. But people, some people apparently kind of despise that. him. That's how but, I. Yeah like got my girlfriend was unabashedly singing with gusto disney songs you and know it was love I, but i don't think but i don't think that's what the disney adult it, it like label is i think the disney adult label is like the the grown-ups that go to the park without kids and stuff oh that's like, you then i yes i am i am probably i've only been the one time would loathe me but I, if i, I was fine enjoying part the of the family unit that that a had somebody who did the college work uh, study there, yeah, and Allie B went frequently in, like together as a family. Like I would probably yeah. be a Disney adult, quote unquote. But yeah. I never went. I only went one time. Taylor went a lot growing up, like more than me. Um, so like we we kind of just bond over, it. and now we live in fucking L.A. We have you Disney live right next right to it. You have door. season yeah, tickets. So. I'm sorry, I love Marvel and and fucking Star Wars and Mickey Mouse so much. I'll, I'll try not to. Yeah, don't cancel Luke just because he loves things. He's a lover, okay? He's, I'm a, he's well, I'm more than a lover, I'm a consumer. He is uh, a good, so, a reliable uh, yeah, consumer. What do you want from me? I'm helping the fucking, I'm helping the fucking wheels of the, 
capitalist machine. Big machine turn, yeah. Big wheel keep on turning. Proud yeah, Luke, Lucas keeps on burning money at the Funko store in Hollywood. <laughs> you do love the Funkos. I despise Funkos. Time. They have soulless They're eyes. Fun. I'm a Q-fig kind of guy. Ew, a Q-posket? Yeah, I mean, like we have one of those. Kevin, there's a Kevin Smith one. <laughs> this right here, Q-figs. Okay, I don't know those from. You don't Loot know Crate? these, so they used to be in loot crates, and then I found out that they like just made them in other vin- like it. It wasn't necessarily a loot crate thing, but like. Oh, they are cute. Yeah, and That's they're they're, nice they're definitely cartoonish. But they look more like the character than a Funko. Yes, but they look a little... Yeah, there's a term for it when you make... It's like a Japanese trope for animation when you make the head really big and the eyes really big. They started doing it to Pokemon. I forget what that term is called. Chibi. It's like chibi-fying. It's called chibi. And that's what what, uh, Funkos are. They're chibi. We did a a figure like... It was a a Q figure of Kevin that's all chibi and his eyes are all huge and like like, toy-like. It creeps me out frankly but yeah um chibi also known as super deformation or sd is a style of caricature originating in japan and common in anime and manga where characters are drawn in an exaggerated way typically small and chubby with stubby limbs oversized heads and minimal detail the style is oh, found its way <laughs> that's just luke, my body luke, luke is also known as super deformation yeah that's just like how i've always uh, looked but. you know we've we've taught you a few things tonight on this podcast so if if nothing else now you know where you should be placing your hard-earned money on bets you should be betting on these games whenever luke and i pick the same team that means that's a hard bet you bet the money line on that you bet the over fair is fair is that what you're supposed to do t i don't know how that works I have I don't really know how betting works. I bet it on the I I did one good bet on sports once. No, not a good bet. I did a bet on the Lakers once and it was fucking terrible and I got cooked. Um here's what I'll say. Episode is I'm not sure what day we'll record next week cuz I'm going to the fucking Vikings Patriots on Thanksgiving. Uh I fly to Minnesota. I get in like at like 5 a.m. next Wednesday morning. We'll do it Monday so, or Tuesday. Okay, I think yeah, we'll we'll have to. All right, great. All right, for NFL Mayo, I've been Luke. I've been Aiden. All right, we will see you early next week. Bye, guys. Bye. NFL Mayo.